Live, everybody. Good to see everybody. What are you going to do with it? Like a bit gross. Like, I don't know what Wayne is talking about. There was something going on off air. He's being rude. <laughs> this is the show where That's normal. our guests yeah. compete for likes. I'm going to ask him a bunch of questions and see who has the best answers, in my opinion, because I have all the godly knowledge in the world about West Ham. Let's go around and introduce oh, all of our guests first. Wally, let's start with you. Who are you? Where are you? What are you doing for us? And what are you drinking? I am Wally, and I am drinking a New Orleans concoction called Ohen, which is like an absinthe-type liquor, and I am just here to keep score, so any disputes come my way. It's not and just Wally. It's not just Wally, absolutely not. Wally is an integral part here right. of uh, making sure we have standards of conduct, yes. and we do this Even fairly score. and correctly, and it's all done on paper. That being said... <laughs> Uh, Wally, goodbye. We're going to get rid of you. Gents, we've got these fellas in the room. These are the boys from West Ham is Why We Drink podcast. Really happy Wait. to have everybody here. Hey. Nobody is tuned in yet. You better, <laughs> <laughs> you better subscribe to that podcast. It's full of laughs. Uh, let's all go around and introduce ourselves. I think we're all in the same place. We're all in Dallas, right? So we don't need to say where we are, but who are you? How can we reach you? Can we follow you on social media? And what are you drinking, James? Let's start with you. Um, I am James. I am um, drinking a very large glass of whiskey and cola, and I believe it's Crown tonight. Um, I'm in Dallas, Dallas Hammers this way. Yeah, and uh, Wayne made me do this. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, there's more Adam, but yeah, <laughs> you'll have fun. You'll be fine, Wayne. It'll be great. Uh, my name's Wayne. Wayne Hammer, as you can see just below there, because I'm a total media whore, as Adam will no doubt point out at least half a dozen times during the course of the show. Um, I am the the conniving person on out of the three of us. I'm the one that, that does all of the editing on the podcast and uh, makes people sound better when they have like a little girl's voice like Adam. Um, and I, I also cut out a lot of the deep breathing that James does when he's recording as well. Um, but mostly, I, I I do a lot of lying via my editing, so I create things out of nothing. And I'm drinking from a West Ham glass, if you can Fair see enough. it. West Ham glass. I've got a very a, a very small glass of Jameson with a little drop of water in it. So a very small glass, because I'm figuring with my track record, I'm liable to lose tonight. So I might as well enjoy it. Wayne is a magician, of course. He makes things happen that didn't happen on the podcast, and you will probably make that whiskey disappear as well. <laughs> Adam, I'm sure I will. I'm Adam. Um, you can get me on Twitter at Adam Frag Frankel. Um, I, oh my gosh, too many questions so long ago. I'm drinking um, the same glass, but I'm drinking a special concoction of mine. It's I call it a J Detto and Coke. I'm not using Jack, but it's a little bit of whiskey, Angel's Envy. A little bit of Disserano. Oh, hello. And a little bit of Coke. So that's classy. pretty good. Yeah, just very classy. Your, on just a keep Friday your nose off of the desktop, okay, Adam? <laughs> For that Coke part of it. I do oh have this. Gosh. I do have one of those glasses myself, but uh, it wasn't big enough. Well, then it's been a long, long week. There you go, James. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, oh, I didn't say you guys can follow me um, at Bearded Base Guy on Twitter. Bearded Base Guy, excellent. With that, boys, we're going to get underway. As I just explained, this is a show where everybody competes for likes. We've got a little bit of rivalry in the room, I feel like, tonight. These guys are more, a little bit. They're probably a, little a bit, bit too familiar with each other, where this could get fiery. And I'm Should we put some money on it as well? Second of it. 
I don't know. Where my lucky I red don't know. Head, That's right? up to all you. Either, to all you. On. Who's floating? I reckon at the Tottenham game, the first round on the at the pub on the loser. Yeah, I won't be there. <laughs> then it's definitely a good shout. Fake fancy. <laughs> Plastic. So everybody in the audience, we're going to get going. Friday night likes. When these guys make a good point, I give them a thumbs up with my overly novelty-sized thumb. And, if Adam uh, gets the point, you could just punch directly to the left there, John. He's punch drunk sorry, anyway. Probably the other way. feel it. It's the other way. I don't want to swing it around too much. It just looks rude. So with that first question, Roberto is clearly stealing a living. That man is just ridiculous after the last performance. Um, who do you think the best thief on the West Ham squad would be? And Adam, I'm going to start with you. Okay, well, we start off with a nice, easy question. There's an obvious answer here, and that's going to be Aaron Cresswell because he's a scouser, isn't he? It's in his blood. Um, <laughs> literally, before he learned to talk, he was robbing money out of his parents' wallet. So there really is only one clear answer, and that's Aaron Cresswell. That's a good answer. i got to say there's probably very few hubcaps in the West Ham parking lot. Wayne? Well, you know, I'm not going to go for the obvious joke because, you know, the obvious joke is sitting funny. directly above me. It's sitting directly above me. I, I'm going to say Anderson because the money that we paid for him last year, he seems like he's stoned out of his brains every time he walks out on the field. Um, I, I, the only thing I'll give him good marks for is, for is for decent hair. And obviously, I'm only saying that because I'm bald myself. And if I wasn't bald, I wouldn't even give him marks for that. OK, he's just he's lazy. He's not doing anything for us. Uh, where are all those nutmegs from last year? Where, where's all that disappeared to? All he had with us last year was his tricks. He doesn't even have the tricks this year. Not even one trick. The best trick would be for him to actually turn up on a fucking game. There you go, James. Um, I'm going to go with Mark Noble. I have a secret cons conspiracy theory that uh, Mark Noble is actually an East London gangster. And uh, he has the board in his pocket, and that's why he gets an extended contract every year. He gets to play more and more and more. Yeah, Nobs is hanging around for sure. I think they just extended him again. So yes. we're not going to see the back of him anytime soon. He has secret shares in the club. <laughs> he exactly. Might he might do. Um, keeping the topic on Roberto. So can you name another West Ham player, uh, past or present, who looks so out of their depth as Roberto does currently? James. My favorite West Ham trivia question, and the Marco Boogers. That's nice. that's the only answer. He yeah, but he'll he's always my favorite because of that red card. Wayne, uh, I have to I have to go with this season. I have to go with cur current times, and I'm gonna I'm gonna have to say um the the guitar playing Mr. Sanchez because he doesn't have a bloody clue what he's doing, whether he's on the field, off the field, getting dressed in the morning, or taking a dump. I'm sure he doesn't have a clue. Didn't know you were looking at him that closely. Adam. There are videos, you know, John. <laughs> oh, they are. I well, don't yeah. want to know, Wayne. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad that we've got questions this easy because there are literally so many players over the years. Like, you can literally do a run-in order through, like, modern-day West Ham from jokes like Wayne Quinn in the championship to, like, I think my, my number one answer is Savio. Yeah. Here's a guy. Oh. We, pay, we literally pay $9 million for him to replace Craig Bellamy. He starts 10 matches, scores no goals, and then six months later, we sell him for $2 million. That is the biggest joke of all. So, yeah, 
I'm really happy you brought that up because I was thinking of another question tonight, which I'm actually going to ask right now because it involves Savio. Who was the bigger nine million flop, Savio, or correct me if I'm wrong, Jordan Jordan Hugill? Wasn't he nine million? He was around about that. He was eight, wasn't he? I think he was eight million. So who who was the bigger flop out of those two? Adam, we'll start since you brought Savio up. Let's start well, up top. I mean, I think he's got to be Savio, but that's only because Hugill's story isn't over yet. You know, like he's still performing. He still plays for us. He's just out on loan. And he's, you know, in the, rea- the reality is this. He's actually a really good championship player. And unfortunately, we might need that next season. So, <laughs> Very good point. <laughs> so, yeah, I think Savio is definitely the bigger flop. James. Definitely. I have to agree with Adam, unfortunately. It's my least favorite thing to do. But, um, yeah, I think Savio because um, – as he said, you know, Hugel's story isn't over and he's doing well in championship. He's what scored seven goals or something, I think. So he's doing okay. And we could actually get some money back if we don't end up, as Adam said, needing him desperately next season in the championship. I guess my, my problem with that is, is to be determined. He can score as many goals as he wants with somebody else. But he ain't done it for us. Wayne. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm having trouble concentrating, John, because every time that Adam mentions Savio, his balls sweat quite a little bit and it drips on my head here. So, uh, <laughs> what? Is there a yeah, way right, to right, take away right, right, light? Right there. Is there a right. dislike button? Right, right like... there, right there, right there. I'm leaving that in the capable hands of Wally. Wally right. has all power over the light. Good. I just, I just throw thumbs power. around. That's it. And I will, I will say, it's so nice for once to be able to be said, like, to say what I want to say without it being censored. Probably a good time to make sure everyone Remember, is fully get, aware that James left because of the I do affair get, he had I, with Wayne's I, wife. I do, I do get to I do get to download this and edit it for the show. I do get to download it and edit it for the show. So maybe the show that comes out on the West Ham's Way podcast will actually have Adam's normal voice on it. <laughs> maybe oh, this time, maybe this time, or maybe it's a Savio impression. But it, it's possible. No, I, I think Hugo right now uh, for one reason. That, that opening video he did when he first joined the team where, where he said, I can't wait to go out there with with with, the with all those bubbles. The See, all bubbles. the bubbles. And that's why. Incredible. It was just so pathetic. It was sad. Incredible. Incredible. Keeping on the topic of Roberto, since we cannot get Blind away you from... And John, do you have a one-track mind, mate? I do. I, well, after that last performance, where you can almost attribute every single goal to the man, I, I can't believe. I want to give at least stories. a quarter of the show to him, and he's that we bad. Should. I can't believe there's stories saying he's going to start against Tottenham. I just can't. I can't. Yeah, but it's unfathomable. Uh, I shouldn't say anything, but they're coming from the same place that said he wasn't starting. So I don't know. It, if it makes I any did difference. see that as well. I can't believe that before Fabianski, we were actually looking at him as a possibility. Well, we I don't believe that. I don't believe me. that story at all. Did you see I, the video of him when he was back at home? What was that last Timpot club he played for? Olympiacos or something? Yeah, Olymp- Olympiacaca, uh, where where he's he's on the training pitch and he goes back to catch a catch the ball like that, and it goes directly between his two hands. I mean, he was he was obviously brought in thinking that we would never have to use him. Which, yeah. to be fair, you rarely have to use a backup goalkeeper. Although, unless you're West Ham, three pretty well, yeah, we're West Ham. Year, right? I mean, we're West Ham, first really Liverpool as well this year as well. Um, True. but so, so I, I think we'll get into <laughs> we're staying on the Roberto theme, and I think it kind of does into, into the second question as well. But let me let me stay on this one just for one more, and that is 
think to brighter times. And who is the best West Ham goalkeeper you have ever seen? James. Um, the best, personally, since I've been watching West Ham. Um, I just have to go with Adrian because he's beautiful and he was passionate and it made me happy. And the Everton penalty shot was great. Adrian would make probably the best Santa Claus, i got to say. He's just jolly and people <laughs> yeah. like him. Yeah. Wayne. Um, has to be from back back in the time where we actually won something. Um, Phil Parks, without a shadow of a doubt, I mean, just was a, was was a gent was a gentleman as well as a, as a well as a brilliant goalie. Um, just knew everything there was to know about the game. Um, didn't care about going into a clatter, and uh, and just really, he, he was he was a champion. He really uh, he was a champion. I mean, FA Cup. Uh, and the man's brilliant, and and I love some of the comments that he's been saying lately as well about this dingbat that we got in goal right now, yep. um, and the fact that a person who's played for the team in the past can actually get away with saying that is because he is so well respected, and people know that there is no way on God's earth would anyone, even on his worst bloody day, be able to say anything ten percent of what we've said about about uh, the tatted yeah. twat. He was a uh, a record signing at the time, I believe, and also mm. played in the era before gloves. Yeah, Adam knows that because I believe he got that wrong, <laughs> didn't you? On the on the on the, uh, the the shot out at, yeah. in, in the yeah, last. Yeah, but I still won. So, I was shouting yeah. out my car this morning. When in you your dreams, wrong, Adam. In so your dreams, really. Adam. Remember yeah, that the final the say is in the hands of the editor. Just mute him. Um, <laughs> the thing is with with that question because Long has said like record breaking. I was go, I just automatically thought you know, about like, He hasn't stopped making day. excuses, has he, James? <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't stopped making excuses. He's still making <laughs> excuses, James. You don't know. I've you got don't people know how watching lucky, you don't know how lucky you are, James. <laughs> Adam, who's your keeper? I got to pick Robert Green, um, and that's because um, before him, uh, we, we had David James as he was in his England career, but like it was the tail end, and he was already playing for England. But Robert Green was not anywhere near England. He came to us. The fans loved him. He was a worker. He was an intelligent bloke and just seemed like a really good guy. And so as West Ham fans, you always, we don't get to see many players play for England. We just don't. And so when he got called up, it was like he deserved it. It meant we got to cheer for a, a keeper in the World Cup. Yeah, he did make that horrible mistake against America. But he a horrible still... mistake he never recovered from it. The guy was useless after that. Well, I mean, I'm, it's gutting, really. I'm so yeah, sorry, yeah, for yeah, him kitty that. cat. Meow, meow, but, meow, but meow, that, meow, 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 meow. Robert Green has got an entire career of working really hard, doing really well. He makes one mistake in one match, doesn't play again for England, like that World Cup gets dropped. Roberto can literally flap the damn ball in his in the net, <laughs> and he still gets to start the next game. Just doesn't make sense. Absolutely. I think the fans had a, a pretty special relationship with Rob Green, didn't they? Because it yeah. was. We were singing, what was it, England's number six? We were singing, he had that <laughs> yes. typed on his gloves. He had England's number six typed on his gloves. Yeah. Um, I've got to admit, I, I did that. love him as well at the he time. He was a great shot stopper, wasn't he? He wasn't the he best of yeah. but getting in the way of the ball, he was a fantastic shot stopper. Um, for me, I, I, I don't know. I, I love Greeny, Shaka. You got to love Shaka. Oh, and Shaka Hislop was freaking brilliant. I think Adam and I probably grew up together. I think we were about the same age. Ludo was my first goalkeeper that yeah, I remember, and too. Ludo was an absolute. John, beast, if you if you think so back good. to those times, think about the times that you caught somebody in in the box and you shoved their head down the toilet and flushed it. It was probably Adam that you did it to. 
That would have been hard from our two locations, I think. But uh... <laughs> where were you? Where did you grow up? Uh, right next to Wurzel Gummidge in the West Country in Swindon. So we name dropped him the other day. We did, didn't we? <laughs> no, Pelle- you mean Pellegrini? You grew yes, up with Pellegrini. I, I grew up with El Pel. Come on, John. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't freaking Pellegrini look like Wurzel Bloody Gummidge? He's got a little bit about him. I got to say, and maybe he's got a couple of Wurzel originals in his pocket as well to hand out to all the kids. What I'll of say course, about James himself well, looks like West he's actually come from the Twin Towers right now. Look at that beard. Yes, that's doing some good style there, James. <laughs> Hang on, what? Did I just see? Hang on, I wasn't really paying I, attention. You, I just you, you did you missed a typical wing comment. That's all you okay. need to know. See, this is what he yeah. can't edit out now. He definitely yep, said beard all... in Twin Towers. Okay, I just wanted yeah, to check. Just yeah, that's all you need yeah. to know. It's fine. We're okay. going to go on to question number two. Well, that was like a three-part first question. Question number two: Who's the loss? Usilos, Usilios, whatever his name is, has come under fire from the board. We spoke about this on Friday Night Likes last week. But what I want to know is, what is the role of a director of football? And is Usilos performing that role according to what he should be, in your opinion, why or why not? Wayne, we'll start with you. I think the question should be to the board, do you know what a di- the role of a director of football is? I, d- I don't think they, they want to really give him the ability to do what he needs to do. Um, I don't think he's actually shown the ability to, to bring in decent alternatives. He seems to go for like all of the big flash money players, but other than, than Fabianski, who has he brought in that's been really any good? I really, I, I really don't see it. I mean, Aller, yeah, maybe, maybe he'll actually turn out to be something because he's shown like he's got all the possibilities of that. But anybody else? I mean, just for the fact that he brought Sanchez in for crying out loud um, is is enough reason for me to say he doesn't quite know what he's doing. Um, the only thing I do like is the fact that uh, that we're not getting everything leaked to the press any longer and leaked to the uh, the, the the in the know people any longer. And I think that's that's healthy for the club as a whole. But, well, um, apart from what goalkeepers starting next week, James. True, true. <laughs> um, I have a roundabout theory about this. Um, I think he's doing an adequate job, and I disagree. I think we've signed some amazing players, um, but those players are being hindered um, by some really poor tactics from Pellegrini, and they're not being utilized at all. The four-one-four-one we've been playing is horrible. I said this the other day. It shows all of our weaknesses shows none of our strengths and we get exposed every week. And um, I think, you know, Husulos is definitely hamstrung by the board in their cheap ways. And he, you know, signing people like Sanchez and Roboto or just because there's no money, he's getting someone a body because he has no other money to bring in. And Adam. I th- Oh, sorry. Go ahead, James. Finish no, up. He's, no, he's no, I'm, I'm done. I'm yeah, done. He's, he's done. It went on for too long. Um, well, everyone knows, director of football, they've got one job. They go around um, measuring penis sizes of players because um, they need to check if it's the right fit for the manager. So that's, um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> what? And Well, that's what happened. I don't know about you, Free, but when he came to me, I mean, Fair play. I'm I'm not big enough for the club, so I, I didn't get I didn't get picked. Uh, did you guys? I maybe maybe you guys didn't get scouted. Uh, but here's what I don't understand: How else has anyone signed Sanchez? That's the only the only feasible reason is that I guess he's the perfect fit. 
Pellegrini. For Pellegrini. <laughs> wow. Gives a new... Managers say it all the time. We just misunderstand what they mean. I don't know where to go with this. <laughs> I'm just... Uh... What I was going to say originally, and my, my point is, in what world does a manager get to appoint the director of football who's supposed to be his boss? I mean, Adam, you've got that list on West Ham uh, on the podcast that you read out every list from uh, one Twitter user of, what is it, the 50 most West Ham things to ever happen? Yeah, Jack that Gambadella. That's got to be one of them. Brilliant. Only at West Ham would the director of football be subservient to the manager. I mean, isn't the director supposed to be there to to show the sustainability of a culture and theory of what the club should be doing. But instead we seem to have brought one in that's good mates with Pellegrini because he's good mates with Pellegrini. I think that when you look at most directors of football tend to be players who are like, sorry, tend to be like older managers who have either got experience, don't have a job, but you know, have some experience. So they appoint them who knows what they do. Or a manager's about to retire, and instead of retiring, they're like, I tell you what, you can be director of football. Like, it seems to be, in general, an irrelevant position. And so I think that, like, maybe Pellegrini wanted him to do something else and be involved with a club, and the board were like, I tell you what, we'll make him director of football. Because let's be honest, no one cares about it. And also, as far as the board are concerned, they're pretty smart. What they probably thought, which is exactly what's happening now, yeah, all right, we'll give him a position. That way, we've got another scapegoat. You know, if things go wrong, all of a sudden, the board can just... That's what they're doing. They deflect onto somebody else, right? And they deflect on someone that they don't care about. But it means that they don't have to, like, come out and criticise Pellegrini, which they get slammed for. So instead of that, they just come out and blame his mate. But it's something we asked for. It's something the fans asked for. We wanted Sullivan out of that position, right? And the director of football... Well, I'm not saying he is because he's certainly I don't not. Think never getting out of it, do you? He's certainly not, but uh, unless they sell, no. What we asked for. Yeah. So if you're going to appoint somebody to do that, then I, I don't understand why it's Pellegrini's mate, uh, James Wayne. Do you want to jump in on this? I gave Adam not really opportunity to get some fun. <laughs> no, no uh, I, go ahead, James. I was just going to say I agree. Like I don't think it should have been Husillos necessarily. We do need a director of football. But we need someone to, like you said, bring in a culture to be long-standing, no matter who the manager is. And I don't think that Husalos will stay once Pellegrini leaves. So, what's the point in having him? I'm not sure he'll be here by the time Pellegrini it, it leaves. Just he might be the first like guy it, to fall. Didn't it seem like the appointment was the wrong way around? Should shouldn't it be the director of, of football that comes in first? Yeah, yeah and and brings in the manager that he thinks exactly. will fit the culture. Exactly. So I, I and you know, I, as much as it pains me, I have to agree with Adam. It's uh, it, it's it was the old boys' network, wasn't it? It really was. You know, a couple of mates that you know helped each other out in time of need, so to speak. There's a uh, term called Spursy. I think we can probably yeah. find one called West Ammy as well. It's it's quite similar. Let's bring Wally back in. Wally, I didn't give you any notice on that. Sorry about Whoa. that, fella. You look surprised to be on. How's like everybody that. doing? What are the scores, Wally? Well, well, we have um, right now we have James with six points. And hey, golf clap! Adam, hey. Golf clap! Adam with eight and Wayne with ten. Ooh. Boo. What the hell has that happened? How has that <laughs> happened? Wayne must be making some good points tonight. I don't know. He, 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 he was telling me earlier that he was preparing, so 
maybe maybe he's doing all right. It was that's lying though, John. I was totally utterly <laughs> lying. Well, we got a couple of questions left, so let's let's get into those. Um, let's see, Wally. I'm going to drop you again. Sorry. See you later, mate. Uh, where are we here? All right, it's changing gears now from West Ham. Let's talk about Adam and I's and my's era of growing up, our youth, beautiful time in England, especially fantastic music. Oh, what yeah. song, band, or album? most speaks to the 90s for you what is the best what epitomizes epitomizes the 90s in your mind wayne i'm going to come to you first hopefully you remember the 90s yeah i i remember them because i i, I came over here to me it's um the 90s was kind of a dry period it, it was just kind of a weird weird bunch of music for me um so i'm gonna pick somebody that was classic left over from the 80s and ran through the 90s with with power and that's queen for me it's queen and and for for one reason only and that's bohemian rhapsody wasn't that <laughs> what year did that come out wait i can't give it no no i told you it came out in the 80s but it had a it had, they, had, they had a big run with a bunch of songs during the 90s as well Okay, so Wayne's wrong. It came out in the 70s and then was reintroduced in 92 when it came out on Wayne's World movie. Yes. Yeah, Yeah. James. Yeah, exactly. The resurgence. There was definitely only Wayne would come up with something from Wayne's World. Totally. It has to be about Wayne's World. Party on, and you're not worthy, dude. You're not worthy. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Um, For me, I think. It was it was a toss up uh, between two, but I, I narrowed it down to one, which, and I think it's because it still stands the test of time, and it's probably one of the greatest Three albums ever made. No, um, that would be the uh, Nirvana MTV Unplugged album. Yes, I was uh, just listening to that upstairs. Uh, it's I so think. good. It's seriously so you good. Split your wrist too. <laughs> oh man, it just it, it just really showed Kurt Cobain's genius, and I'm it depressing. was fantastic. If I want to, I can kill myself. Yes, I always do. Well, he only did it once. Adam. <laughs> um, it's really hard. It's a hard question. But I think um, even though I was Team Blur myself, Ooh. I think... How middle the... class are you, Adam? Totally. <laughs> no, wait. So I, posh. What's the story, totally. Morning Glory, by Oasis, literally epitomizes the 90s. Don't look yes. back in anger. Like Wonderwall. I mean, these are like the these are the songs of my childhood. Like going to West Ham and like absolutely. That's that one. Fun. That one's third on my list. Oh, I know who number two is. It's uh, Spice Girls, right? No. Yeah. I mean, I'll to tell be you fair, what, what, Spice what Girls are really, pretty really high really up. Was, yeah. Uh, it was check up from the neck up. Bush Sixteen Stone was my number two. Hang on, what? Bush. Bush Sixteen Stone. You mean the president released an album? That was one of your things of the 90s. <laughs> well, yeah. They were half British, weren't they? They were like two British people and two Americans. Yeah, the lead singer, Gavin something, right? Gavin Rossdale, yeah. He's the one whose wife left him for Blake Shelton, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. Pretty sad. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Yeah, uh, what story? Fantastic. I'm a big Oasis fan. That was definitely uh, that, or definitely maybe was just, mm. and that album was so raw, man. It's it's incredible, and they, Noel Gallagher is dyslexic and still wrote that thing in like two weeks. It's quite impressive. But uh, keeping on the happy theme, 
And I think my answer for this question will be from the 90s as well. What is your favorite West Ham kit of all time? And I don't know. Let me let me see if I can live Google them at the same time. Uh, Wayne, let's start with you. Um, I, I, I would like to say the 1980 FA Cup winning kit, but I actually preferred the home kit from that year than, than, than the white kit. Um, that's my favorite one of all time. Uh, even though horizontal stripes make a fat fella look even fatter. Um, it was my favorite kit of all time. I love the, the floppy collar on it and everything. Um, and this is my second favorite kit of all time from the early two. What was it? Early, early 2000s. So other than that, or something. yeah, 2000, uh, 2001 through three or four or something like that. This is really, so this, 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 and the, and the, 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 sh the shirt just before that had the, the, Big collar that used to stick up all the time. What was that? Is that that, that was a Doc Martin sponsored one? Let's have a look. You got it. This one. That's my favorite shirt of all time. It's a solid my all time shirt. favorite shirt. It's, a it's just shirt. A, it's just a brilliant looking shirt, and it was worn by some brilliant freaking players. It was worn by Bonds. It was worn by Brooking. It was worn by Lampard. Um, it was worn, worn by Alvin Martin. It was worn by a, a bunch of brilliant freaking players that were with. We've yet to see anyone that can lick their boots. Classic. I'll give you a thumb up for that one. James. Um, actually, my favorite of all time is the one Wayne's wearing. Yeah. All right. Like then I don't need to find that one. <laughs> yeah. Hang on. Um, followed closely by the uh, Upton Park final year oh, my oh wow that is the worst shirt of all time how many how many dislikes can he get for that <laughs> i was gonna try I was, I was asking if my daughter lily would write adam's a loser on it but she says no <laughs> no daddy stop making me touch you inappropriately <laughs> show me where on the doll daddy said to write wow that's a terrible joke uh <laughs> adam. okay so i'm gonna do it in second place I brought my props. This is my oh, second yeah, place shirt. And mainly because I uh, used to resemble yeah, nice. Joey Cole a little bit yeah, when I was yeah, younger. Yeah. And I, I remember one game I was what? on my way to the ground. I used to look a bit like Joe Cole. Um, what, on a bad night, like when he had a few too many when I was, when I was shit out of him? When I hadn't moved to Texas and became bigger because everything in Texas is bigger. So you um, kept your mouth open like 10 hours a day. Yeah, basically. Uh, and I remember one day I was on the game to I was on the way to a match, a new a Newcastle fan. They turn around to me, Why yeah, man, it's Joey Cole Lake. <laughs> True story. I was like, Oh yeah, cool. I'm not, but but my favorite kit of Were all you wearing time, that shirt at the time, Adam? Um yeah, yeah, I think I yeah, was. Because I've only ever had two players you look on my like him because you had Joe Cole on your shirt. So Okay, you're getting worse. Okay, but my favorite kit of all time, that's these shirts are actually like mediums. I can't I can't fit in them now. Um this is the best shirt of all time. Oh, classic. And the, <laughs> let, <laughs> me explain, let me explain why. Pony in Cockney rhyming slang is <laughs> literally the word crap. Pony and trap, crap. So it's really like the West Ham way again to literally be have a kit made by a company that, you know, in, in East London, Pony is crap. So, yeah, that's why it's my favorite. That's a good choice, but you're all wrong. Here we go. It what was your favorite one, John? My first West Ham shirt of all time. 
Get in oh. that window. <laughs> that reminds me of Tony Cotty, that shirt. Oh my god, what a shirt that was. Trevor Morley back in those days. Yeah. Uh, who do we have? Dear God. Steve Potts back then, Tim Breaker. Oh, legend. God, what a team that was. And look at the away one. Dear Lord, I forgot about that. Look at this one. Oh my God. The blue yeah. one. Yeah, that oh, one's oh, nice. God, yes. The Argentina kit. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. That's before sponsorships got a little out of control. But uh, thumbs up to everybody. Wally, I think, uh, I don't know if I got James one for that one, but he deserves a thumb. <laughs> that one as well. And now what I we're going to bring you... I can get. <laughs> now what we're going to bring you is a bit of a mashup. Pie and mashup, perhaps? I don't know. It's a bit of a mashup. mashup. Pie and mashup. Pie and mashup. Between the two mashup. So now this is the segment. Who knows what it is? It's uh, Friday is while we drink, right? And we'll, we'll do a bit of both. But we're going to do the penalty shot out Woo-hoo. for these guys. And, and we're going to do one on video. I don't think anybody's actually doing a video of doing the shot live, but we're going to figure out who's going to do it for your next episode. Is that right? Correct. Yeah, for definite. We can do that. Okay. So in this sense, I'm going to bring Wally back in because he's going to have the timer. Wally, hello. Hello. I'm back. So we're going to give everybody 20 seconds. I'm going to do some trivia questions and hopefully uh, we come out with a winner. I do. Okay. So so how many are we going to get? What? How are you going to... Um, yeah. How many are we getting? What's the... Three each. Format. So we got, yeah, we got three each. I'm going to go, each. yeah, we're going to start I've already with, uh, finish that whole whiskey. So you guys are going to win. And it's 20 seconds per question. 20 seconds per question. I'm going to go so James. The time that he finishes talking about the question, it's James 20 seconds. Wayne Adam is how, is the order that we're going to go in. I'm going to ask him each Whew. trivia question. And then uh, after three, hopefully nobody's tied. If somebody's tied, I do have a tiebreaker as well. So. This oh. is the penalty shot out, which is what they do on West Ham. Is why we drink. Subscribe to that. Tune into that. I'm on a roll. James. Time to get serious. Oh. oh what don't get managers? Serious, what managers? Or who? Who were the managers that preceded and proceeded Gianfranco Zola? So who came right before Zola and right after Zola? Whoa. Um, and Wally, you can uh, you can do a countdown if you want, Wally. All right. You got five seconds now. After Four, it was Grant, three, maybe? Two. One. Yeah, I don't know. Up. Oof. No points for James. Uh, you're right. Avron Grant was right after. Champagne Zola and Alan Kerbishley was the manager before Zola. I got that. Yeah. Uh, Wayne. Hello. Who provided the cross for Paolo Di Canio's wonder goal against Wimbledon? <sighs> There's a lot of size tonight. <laughs> I didn't think these I were know. that bad. Oh, six. Ten seconds. Blimey. I just watched this video a couple of days ago as well. Five, Guess it then. Four, three. Nah. Guess a player. Two. Okay, nope, so can I just say that you should know that since I already asked you that in the penalty shot out before? Did I you? agree. I remember. Did you? Yeah. And I think he got it right, didn't he? he no, he didn't get it right. He didn't know <laughs> didn't it either. Get it right. <laughs> I definitely didn't get it so right. Who knows it? So, James, you must know it. Who is it? 
You've it's muted rather, yourself. It's rather convenient. Oh, Trevor, Trevor Sinclair. Yeah, that's Trevor right. Sinclair. Yeah. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Oh my god, be unmemorable. I literally have known both of these questions, and you just know I'm going to get some like I don't know. I'm going to stand positive. <laughs> and if he gets it, he's going to say positive. It's love your life. Right, I'm such a we're, Adam, we're coming to you with a West Country question. Since oh, I'm from Swindon. <laughs> What West Ham legend signed from Swindon Town for £1 million in June of 1994? Oh my God, I was 10. <laughs> I was 10 as well, and I remember. What, what is that? Police, they're coming to get me. Uh, so I have got no... You should be arrested for that about. question, John. <laughs> no. Isn't that bad? Five, four, three, Swindon Town. Probably the only Ooh. player we've ever signed from Swindon. Tim Breaker. Just get set a player. I have no idea. John Moncur. <laughs> wow. Oh I, I thought that would have been more common been my question. That. You didn't answer that question because I've told you a bunch of times that Moncur is my favourite, didn't you? No, you you wouldn't have known that, Wayne. I would have known that. It's probably the only one I would have known tonight No so way. That's I don't the only one I would have known. How convenient. The How only about one next I time you known. think you know, you say before you've heard the answer. So he had a question he's already had before and still couldn't answer it. So exactly. The guy. How are we looking, Wally? I think everybody's on zero, right? Yeah, they've, none of them have got. Although James, <laughs> James did get somebody else's question. I don't know if we. That's can irrelevant. Right. We don't get <laughs> no, irrelevant. I get a point. I get a point. Give me no, a point. He doesn't, he doesn't get anything. <laughs> Shut James. up, James. James, you're in now for the <laughs> second question of the night for you. West Ham right. won the FA Cup three times. Name two of the years that we won. 1980 and 1964. He's got it, Wally. Give that man a point. There we go. What was the other one? The other one was 1975. Oh, sorry. Yeah, 75. Yeah. 1975. Damn. Wayne. I give up. We spent a lot of time on this man tonight. So <laughs> what squad number is Roberto? <laughs> 13. Yes. Oh, boost. Everybody should Adrian's, get that. His back, Adrian's number. His back was literally facing the camera when he punched the ball into the goal. I figured everybody oh. would be able to get that one. Adam. <laughs> In the great escape season, okay. against which team... Did Carlos Tevez score his first goal? His first goal? His first Ooh. goal. Why couldn't it be oh. the last goal? <laughs> that Are you kidding me? Easy, Adam. I always get the hardest questions. I swear to God. Ten seconds. I'm, I'm going to Chelsea. No. Well, you say no as if I'm going to know. Obviously, I don't Manchester know. It's the United. most iconic moment of the season. No, Manchester the most iconic United. moment was against Man United. No, it's when he scored that free kick against Spurs and ran and jumped into the crowd. It, it was, was Manu. Yeah, no dickhead. Manu was at the end. That's how we stayed up. I'm going to have to do a lot of bleeping in this episode. Wow. Because dickhead is bleeping. Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm going to lose this bloody shot out. So, right now, what do we have, Wally? James has got oh, one. Questions. James has got one. Wayne has got one. And Adam... A zero. Oh, God. God. Dun, dun, dun. This is the last one, right? This is the last one. I think you should add some more questions. James, Three is a really fair Get it right. What do you reckon, James? What? I have not. Throw the question and see if Adam can get it right. Oh, no, no. No. 
Because I don't trust you, number one. <laughs> yeah, this, this will all get edited anyway. Wayne will end up winning. I'll end up yeah. winning this one, definitely. James, yeah. what year did West Ham permanently adopt Claret and Blue as their home colours? <laughs> if you get this, you deserve to win the damn quiz. He is Stato. I wanted to give him something that would be Stato-like. Uh, 1906. Fucking hell, that's close. Anybody <sighs> else? I mean, I would just guess 1905 because you said it was close. 1899. 1903. Ah. Oh, I'll, yeah. Close, Joe. I'll give you half a fingertip, for that, a thumb tip. For okay, that I'll, I'll take a half. I mean, I don't know if that counts. doesn't take much to get me excited. Score, but that, that's a close one. <laughs> Wayne, this, this, uh, this question in particular comes from Charlie Boy, who oh, had boy. a question specifically for you. So, how old was Tony Cotty on his debut, and what team did he play against? Oh, blimey. <laughs> Charlie boy, my, my eight-year-old daughter is in the room with me right now, or I'd be telling you what my answer is, mate. <laughs> you want to bleep me? You want to bleep me now? I've got no clue at no all. Clue. He was 17, and it was against Spurs. Adam, can you redeem yourself? This is your chance to tie it up, Adam. (laughs) Come on. This is it. So tempted to you like Google this on my phone. (laughs) This is recent. This is recent. In a 2019 FA Cup match against which team was a West Ham supporter caught throwing horse manure at the opposing supporters? Oh, I vaguely remember this. I got no idea at I'm all. So... Nobody's picking up on the horse joke here, but <laughs> ten seconds. I'm just gonna say, as I really want to cheat and Google it, but unlike Wayne, I'm honest. I'll just no. guess Wimbledon, Birmingham City, Birmingham City. So we have a what do we have? A two-way tie there, Wally. Well, it's a tie, yes. so I think I'll join in the tiebreaker as well. <laughs> I think James has got one and a half questions right. I got one question right. No, it's a And tie. Adam got no questions right. It's a tie. Which means that Adam lost. Don't you think so, James? <laughs> I think that's a loss for James. It's going to the tiebreaker. Uh, I lost for Adam, rather. You, it's a, going to a tiebreaker. It's a loss for Adam. If you no. lose the tiebreaker, you one lose. Question, right? I don't James qualify for the tiebreaker. Then John, gave, then John gave him <laughs> half a point. And did you get any right, Adam? What? No, I'm, did you get I'm, any right at excuse all? Excuse me, I'm no longer in the did quiz. You it's out any of right at all? You two. <laughs> Another between one and eight. One and eight, John, because he's doing a shot next time. Listen, I'm not trusting you picking everything a number, you dickhead. I'll pull it up no on the chance. screen so you can see it. Wally, what do you think? We hitting this tiebreaker, Wally? I've got a good one. Oh, you got yeah. yeah, go for the tiebreak. Yes. Good, good, good choice. Yes. That's what all I right. thought. So, all right, bring it on. Down to the closest. Adam lost. Down to the closest 100. What is the largest attendance at Upton Park ever? So we'll Good give it we'll we'll give you twenty seconds, write them down or something, and then we'll collect them all together again. Yeah. Hold on. Wait, what? <laughs> uh or, or just think of it. You don't need to write it. If you can remember it, then just think no, of it. No, you better write it or we'll cheat. <sighs> Bold of of you to assume that I have a pen. I've got mine here. <laughs> Just put it on your phone. You've got your phone on. Oh, put no, your you're phone, recording mate. that on your phone. He's recording well, then James, go first. If he doesn't have a pen, James oh, can go first. Yeah, I have I'll, a crayon. Look at, look at this. I have a crayon. 
I'll Give just me a second. Do, I'll just do him instead of you, mate. I'll just substitute him for you. Um, I don't know if you can read it with this pencil I've got here. Oh, I found a pen. Oh, my gosh. Is there a way to, like, edit live YouTube so that we the people watching, well, the people that were watching until this got so boring, um, don't, like, just tune out? No, they're gonna they're gonna watch and they're gonna struggle through all of it. Oh, uh, people on YouTube, what do you think? Charlie Boyd says Adam went from a onesie to a nunsie. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's good. good. That's, that's, that's good. Give that's that guy likes. He deserves <laughs> likes. Onesie to nunsie. Award, award him likes. Listen, all of my likes are for Charlie. I gotta say, he doesn't know it, but. They're all for him. Wally, what do you think? Where, where are you on this question? What, what's your range that you're thinking of? Considering Adam the, lost. What Shut was up. The, what was the question? The... Largest attendance at Upton Park, so the nearest 100. What do you think it is? Um, 39,100. You're wrong. 39,100. All right. Everybody have theirs? Yeah. Adam. We can't 3,500, Bob. 35,600. Adam, I wrote exactly Wayne. the same thing. No! 35,600. Wayne? I wrote uh, exactly James. the same thing. 36,300. James is the winner because the record of tennis is, is 42,322. Oh. Oh. So actually... I'm the Essex, winner. Essex Hammer is the winner of all of it. <laughs> but he may have had YouTube at his disposal. We don't know. That's pretty damn close. I can't believe, I can't believe we got... Why number. did you pick 35-6, Adam? Oh, I don't know. Maybe That's you did weird. some Darren Brown shit on me and put that number into my mind. <laughs> I'm sure it was 35,600 because we had that question somewhere. You know what? Maybe that... That's probably the maximum capacity. Capacity, yeah. yeah that I remember you asking team. me that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. So, uh, James, you you win. What I'm is was there any, ever any doubt that I would come back and win? <laughs> I mean, the, honestly. So That's hang on a minute. Fantastic. So that means that well, means he wins both of us have to do the shot, right? He wins a penalty shot. Well, here's how we're going to yes. do it. I've just thought of this on the spot, so we'll see if it actually works. Oh, God James wins the penalty shot out, and then we're going to go to Wally and see who won the show, and the person that won the show is the exempt, and the other two have to do the nasty shot. How does that sound? Oh, what? shoot. What? No, no, because <laughs> I want the penalty <laughs> shot out. I don't like this. Wayne was yeah, winning, so you're exempt, right? James. Okay. All right. James did okay. that. So now we're trying to find out who the other person has to do the shot. So Wally, okay. what, what were the final scores, Wally? I just might as well drink now. Okay. Well, are we <laughs> including the, uh, the, uh, the three questions or three or four questions in with the scores? Uh, no. Or are we no. going nah. to do the, No. Just the original likes. Do you need to recalculate yeah. or? Oh, no, no. I got it here. You so can add a you couple to mine if yeah. you, you like. During regular time. That, Adam? During regular time. Okay. Regular here we time. Go. In third place is James with nine. Bastard, James. <laughs> He's lucky. He's really lucky. <laughs> Next, we have Wayne with 11. Oh, that means Wayne is out. And Wayne's going to do a shot. No, Adam he's 11. out. <laughs> oh, oh, God, I can't believe it. Good There's going to be a tiebreaker. There has tiebreaker to be. now. There has mm. to be. Oh, okay, so maybe you, should, maybe you should give us like... I don't know. Maybe, like, I think we should both do a shot. 
No, what I think we should do, this is Friday Night Lights. <laughs> you should pick us a topic, give us like 30 seconds or something, and then see whose answer you prefer. But you should probably give us two different questions so that we don't have any thinking time. So that doesn't make that. any sense whatsoever. No, I think, think we can both it. do the shot because we both got we both put exactly the same thing down for this, and we both got exactly the same number of questions. We're totally utterly tied. But here's the deal: we only have to do half the shot each. I'd rather I'd rather ga- I'm a gambling man, so if I've got a chance of making you do the entire shot, I'll, I'm up for a gamble. I'll do it on one condition: if I win, you have to do two shots. How about and one of them is my how choice? About, how about if you win, I don't do two shots, but you get to pick the worst of all of the shots. No, no, I, I, I think if I win, you do two shots. That's the only way I'm going to do it. I oh, think that if you win, guys you can shots. figure that one out on your yeah. own in Dallas. And for I right agree. now, I'm going <laughs> to give you both a question. <laughs> I haven't figured out what that question is yet, but uh... make sure they're different though, because if I go first. He'll cheat. He'll copy all my answers and try it. He's got longer to think about it. Well, then he won't get thumbs. So let's fair, let's fair talk point. about this. Sebastian Allaire has really not come under much criticism. Criticize him. Wayne. Okay, he's supposed to be a striker. Yet he doesn't seem to be able to sniff the edge of the, the net for, for the life of him. That's the, the first thing. The ma- amount of money that we pay for him, he should be able to come in there straight away and started putting the ball in the back of the net. How many goals has he got? Two, three now, and that's about it? I don't think that there's... He just seems to be falling into the same mold of every single striker that we that we bought, apart from... Oh, even Arnautovic did it, and that is that we pay big money for a striker, and they can't bloody score a goal. He's not He's not selfish enough. He, he looks around himself all the time for that next person that he's going to pass off to. And um, because Adam's looking at his watch, uh, plus uh, he's he's French. Everything. He's French. <laughs> Adam. Wow. Um, all right. Well, I oh, damn. it's really hard to criticize him because the reality is he hasn't really had an opportunity to do much to be criticized. Um, I think that the best criticism of him is that lately he's not really playing his position. He's getting so bored and frustrated with what he does that he's been tracking back way too far like he shouldn't be in our third of the pitch defending and I know that when you're a striker and you're lacking on confidence you just want to get the ball but you've got to stay focused in your job because he's a striker and he's a very talented striker we paid a lot of money for him and he probably knows as well as we do he hasn't he hasn't valued you know he's not really met what we're expecting and he probably hasn't met his own expectations either you know when you sign for a club of that sort of money you you're meant to be their big man and he hasn't been um although i mean like i say i feel harsh even criticizing the guy cuz i mean apart the only valid criticism is you're right Wayne is french <laughs> <laughs> Well, you guys got the same likes again, so we're going to have to go with another question. This is the bumper edition of Friday Night Lights. The bumper, yes. Uh, Best West Ham player ever, not including the 60s, boys. Best Uh, West Ham player, not including the 60s? Not including the 60s. Best West Ham player ever. No, no, no. Let's change that. Most underrated West Ham player ever. How about that, Adam? Mm. Okay. Um... Good question. 
I th- oh my gosh, there's so many. I'm going to go for somebody. I think I think to be underrated, you've got to be someone that people won't men- won't really think about. When I tell you his name, you're both probably going to think, oh yeah, I'd forgotten about him. And that's Sebastian Chamel. He was an incredibly good writer. In fact, he played so well for us that he won Hammer of the Year on his his only whole season that he had. He was great getting forwards. The fans loved him. Um, yet he really, even though he won Hammer of the Year, the club decided to sell him. And now as fans, he's forgotten, right? I mean, did either of you remember his name until I, when I said it, were you both like, oh yeah, of course. It was a good name. It was a good name. And just so you know, I'm not actually going to show the like button this time, but I'm keeping good. it in I my like head. Yeah. I like that. So I, yeah, I like my, my, my most underrated, board. that's my most underrated player because, um, yeah, I think that he's forgotten and, um, it's a shame that he, he could have been... I think he really could have been a West Ham legend as well. Wayne? I'm going to go a little more recent. I'm going to go with Diamante. Um, we, we let we let him go. Um, every time he, though? What? Yeah. I will say underrated because we let him go. We didn't even fight to keep him. We, we, we wouldn't even think about keeping him. Yeah, every time that guy pulled on a, a West Ham shirt, he fought like like an Englishman out there on the pitch, and that's what I really loved about the guy. Um, he he had some some tenacity. Uh, he he wasn't once again he wasn't afraid to go in for a tackle. Um, he didn't play like like your like your typical European does, and for me that's why why he was so much of a special player. Uh, not only that, but when he left the club. He always kept in touch with people at the club, and you, you'd see him all the time talking about how the time at West Ham was so special to him and how he felt like he had a bond with the players. So for me, yeah, for me, it was Diamante. You guys have given me a dilemma here tonight. <laughs> Schemmel was, uh, was a good defender, fan favourite, like you said. Diamante couldn't tackle back for shit, but people, nah. people loved him. Some of those free kicks that he had, a great, great swerve on his foot. Well, he was like um, the Canio Junior, wasn't he? He was. He was. Like, yeah, he was. Like, it reminded us of the Canio. After yeah. he left us, he got into the Italian team. Like he was. Yeah. He was a good player. Yeah. Um. So between the two, let me bring the other boys back just so we wrap up now. Hi everyone. Hello everyone. I feel like I'm on the Brady bunch. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I need to point out real quick how wrong Wayne was about Sebastian Allaire. He's our leading goal scorer. On the whole team, that doesn't take much of a minute to be fair. Well, still, but he's like, oh, he's not scoring. He is our leading goal scorer, and he's got two assists. So, I mean, it's not like he's not contributing, but just saying. Wally, where were you on that pick? We had to criticize him, James. You know, maybe the beard's growing up a little bit too far, and it's clocking his luggles. Hey, (laughs) criticize him fairly, at least. Say he's slow. Oh yeah, we we didn't say that. That's good. Wally, what do you think about their answers for underrated? Oh, um, they're talking about guys that I don't know. So, but, but I liked Adam's passion of, you know, bringing <laughs> up <laughs> a name Wally. from the past, you know, but Wayne is, no. <laughs> I've got to go with Shamel. I have to go with Shamel. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, Wayne. Yay! Adam, how does it feel to win? He didn't win. He didn't get one question right in the penalty shot. Press the mute button. Press the mute button on him. Mute him. Get rid of him. Mute him. No one needs to hear this anymore. It's bad enough we can't see anything from the reflection of the light on his head. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody else gets booted. Adam, you get 30 seconds or a minute. It's your pulpit to 
make people do whatever they want, make them drink, talk about something that's annoying you at the time, or uh, promote your show, whatever you want to do, the floor is yours. Nice. I'm going to use the floor to, to spread the love, just to, you know, tell everybody, stay positive, love your lives. That's my little catchphrase. Um, and, you know, in times like this, where we all get a little bit depressed about West Ham, just keep your head up. Um, and it would be wrong of me not to do this. Uh, I wrote a new Bubbles song. So I'm going <laughs> to give everybody... i so happy this is happening. It, it has to happen, really, because it's the most appropriate thing. So this is a Bubbles, the, the new version, James Longman's ringtone on the, late, on the set of The Late Late Show. And the idea of this is to make it positive. Well done, Wally. You knew I was going to do it. I, it just came to me. So here we go. This is how it goes, everybody. We're going to release it as a as a uh, ringtone if if Wayne can do that, because uh, I don't know how. I'm forever blowing bubbles, pretty, pretty bubbles, bubbles in the air. They fly for you, flying through and through. Then like my dreams, they all come true. Fortune's never hiding, broken dreams to mend. I'm forever blowing bubbles, pretty bubbles till the end. United, United. Wayne has left the room. <laughs> Wayne closed his brows. That's because on the back of this, we're going to release that as a as a ringtone, so that he can finally make some money out of West Ham. Is why we drink podcast. <laughs> Incredible. Incredible. So. Listen, thanks everybody for being here. Adam, James, thank you. Wayne, I, I, you're going to have to listen to this back so you can edit it. So thank you. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, let's abuse him. He's now he's not here, boys. You've had to do other shows with him. What do you think of the guy? Be honest. We're he's not here. Seven minutes. If you want to round it out to an hour with three minutes of complaining about Wayne. It would be right rude ahead. not to. Oh, no. Now there he is. Oh. Oh, that's all right. Let's abuse him to his face. Keep him <laughs> muted. He is muted. Go ahead. <laughs> Wally, you can go first. Tell us why you, what, what you don't like about Wayne. My internet went out. John, I, I thought you were a fairer person to let a loser win the contest tonight. Why is he unmuted? Wayne, listen carefully. You're about to get some criticism. It might be constructive, but that's not that relevant. Who's starting? James, you're up. <laughs> oh, wait, John, I you go. have to do it as well, John. Criticize Wayne? I don't know, man. He's one of the OGs, i got to say. He's an he's a American Hammers TV favorite. The thing I, I like and uh, loathe the most about Wayne is he has very strong convictions, but that's that's a good thing and both a bad thing. It's always a bad thing. He has very strong wrong opinions. <laughs> Spoken from a guy who's afraid to talk on camera. Well, <laughs> there might be a camera. Of, there might be some recordings of, of him and your missus, mate. After all, that's why he's not on the podcast anymore. Whoa. Wow. That one is called Morning Regret. And with that, everybody, we're going to wrap this one up for the evening. Thank you all to the guys of uh, West Ham's Why We Drink podcast for being here. Wally is our legend here. Out My of pleasure. PA. Thank you so much for your help, Wally. Thanks for everybody My in the pleasure. chat room. You've seen plenty of people talking. Thanks, guys. Wally World. Neil from Down Under. Tim, I know you're in there. If you guys aren't subscribed, please subscribe. If you guys are not subscribed to West Ham's Why We Drink, please subscribe to that too. Great job. Facebook, on YouTube, and all your social channels. Thank you very much. And uh, we've got to get after it against Tottenham, don't we, in a week, boys? We've got to get after that. Let's one. hope so.
Uh, we got one more episode before that, at least last Friday. So I think we'll talk about that one then. But for now, thank you all very much. Thank you too, John. Thanks for having a good night. Thank, thank you, you mate. Appreciate it, buddy. Back in the chat room. <laughs>